MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast, Legislative Session. Welcome into another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast, Legislative Session. We are about a, a month and a half into the legislative session, so about at the midway point. And we've got another great uh, guest for uh, everyone to listen to today. We've got Secretary of State Michael Watson. A little information on Secretary Watson. He took office in January of 2020. He's Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State and also another former legislator in the House. Uh, He served three three terms in the state Senate beginning in 2008, repping District 51 in Jackson County down there on the coast. So thank you so much, Secretary Watson, for joining us. We we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Good to be here. I enjoyed my time in the Senate, obviously, and, and we did a lot of work with transportation and other issues. So got familiar with this folks, uh, you folks over here, uh, but it's great to be here as, as Secretary of State as well. Awesome. We certainly appreciate it. What, what drove you back in the day to get involved in office, to reach out and to seek the Senate seat? Yeah, you know, early on in my life, uh, really decided about the fifth grade, and people say, well, that's kind of oh, wow. odd. My dad uh, was a pastor, my mom, obviously, a pastor's wife, and so they were in the ministry, and Really, it was just kind of always drilled into my heart, uh, public service, helping people. And uh, I always wondered what that would look like, uh, what, which avenue that would lead to. And uh, so early on, I decided, you know, that's what I wanted to do, uh, some facet. And who knows if it was elected office or not, but just public service in, in general. And uh, started, you know, doing things in, in high school, junior high, you name it, just the different types of clubs, uh, student leadership, and, and trying to hone those skills and figure out, you know, every experience that you can have adds to your life. Sure. And so uh, if it's student council or if it's FCA, whatever it is, uh, learning different things and, and being around different people. And that's kind of how it led to the state Senate. I was uh, looking at a couple of different things, and I remember uh, the legislature I ran against, I ran against an incumbent, and uh, it felt like it was it was a perfect storm. Uh, prayed really hard about it and got a good piece about it. And I called a few folks in the, in the area, one of them being kind of the godfather of, of politics in Jackson County. And, I said, hey, man, what do you think? What do you think about this? And he said, look, just don't get beat too badly. <laughs> and, I, and I remember thinking, you know, I was 28 at the time, 29, and that, that kind of should shake you. But I had such a peace about it in my heart, knowing that that was really the right thing for me at that time. And uh, fortunately, we worked really hard. And, and again, it was a perfect storm, and we were able to win. And um, here we are. Well, and even further, what, what ultimately drove you to, to leave the Senate after your three terms and seek out the Secretary of State's office? Yeah, you know, again, uh, a conversation with uh, Governor Bryant. Uh, it was 2018-ish, and uh, he was actually leaving office. He was termed out as governor, and it was the conversation kind of started more as, hey, what are you going to do? You know, you're done here, and uh, he flipped the tables on me. <laughs> he said, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> I, I thought, you know, I've been in the state Senate for three terms. It's, it's that's probably enough. That's, that's a long time, and I really hadn't thought much about what else to do. I've got a beautiful wife at home, and, and at the time, two little girls, now three little girls. Uh, I'm an attorney by trade, so I could go home in private practice and make a lot more money than you can in being a state senator sure. and, and missing all that time in the office. I could just go home and, and be fine. And he said, well, you know, you ever thought about Secretary of State? And I'm talking about out of the blue. And I said, no, sir, I never thought about that. I never wanted to be Secretary of State. No. That's not, that's not, you know, and, and it's one of those conversations. I walked out of the office and thought, man, that was really cool. The governor just suggested maybe I run for statewide office. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. And it was one of those ideas that you guys are well aware of that just kind of sticks in your head. 
and eventually you, you kind of decide, wait a minute, if it's not going away, I probably need to pray about this. And started thinking through it and, and wanted to make sure, what you know, are you competent? Do you understand that office? Do you know what the, the needs are, what, what you can do, what you can bring to that office? Uh, can you be successful with a good team? Uh, and ultimately, does Lauren say yes? <laughs> and so right. uh, we had that long conversation, had a really good piece about it, and uh, we've got a great team now. So, again, here we are. And I know you've certainly enjoyed your time in the Senate, as you mentioned, and now you're over in the Secretary of State's office. Um, this being a, a legislative podcast, we wanted to get your thoughts and, and, you know, take on what's going on right now, sort of with the legislative process. we just come through the February 10th deadline for um, some of the original floor action on bills. What's going on over there right now? What are things looking like in your experience? It's really fun as a, as a state senator looking back with that, putting that hat on, and, and I'm often reminded – you know, not in the legislature anymore, so you, you don't have to get involved with everything. And, That's right. Uh, and I appreciate that, but it's still fun to look back and kind of think about what, what would I be thinking as, as a state senator. Um, so it's been fun to watch the, the politics and the maneuvering that's going on over there with, with the tax bill, with, with education issues. Uh, for us, obviously, elections. Um, we've got a, a really good bill that moved through the House and will be headed to the Senate. It's an election integrity package, so we're really excited about that and really appreciate Speaker Gunn. Uh, his leadership over there, Representative Brent Powell handled the bill for us on the floor. So uh, Chairman Beckett, obviously, uh, appreciate all those guys and their good work. So looking forward to working hard on that on the state, state Senate side. Secretary Watson, you just mentioned the, the election bill, but, you know, this time of the year, you work at a state agency, you're tracking legislation that comes through. Will Will's very familiar with that. Is there anything else you're kind of looking at that's coming down the pipeline or they're discussing over there at the state house? Yeah, you know, obviously the, the tax bill is a big conversation being had between the, the House and the Senate, and it's interesting to see the different positions on that. So that's something we're watching. Uh, obviously, education is near and dear to my heart. Uh, my wife was a former teacher. Uh, and so anything that, that deals with education, and that was one of my passionate issues when I was in the state Senate. So I'm making sure that, that we continue to, to work hard towards parental, parental choice in education, making sure that you know, parents know what's best for the children. Uh, so they should be the ones that are empowered. Uh, so issues like that, uh, we always obviously pay attention to. Uh, one of the things that people don't understand about our office, or don't really know, not that they don't understand, but uh, it's not just elections. You know, people look at our office and they That's say, right. well, Secretary of State's office, they just run elections. And, well, we don't. Um, you know, it's actually Mississippi is what's called bottom-up state. So the hard work is done with our circuit clerks and our elections commissioners, and it's interesting that people don't really understand and put that together. But I, I want to give the, the clerks and the commissioners a lot of credit. They do the really hard work. But elections, then you have business services. Uh, so we do a lot of the LLCs, corporations, nonprofits, sports agents, uh, you know, scrap metal dealers, you name it. The businesses kind of flow through our office and then public lands. So we really have to have our head on a swivel during a legislative session, not just elections. What is, what's impacting our business community? What's impacting public lands? Uh, so our, our conservation task force is one of the things we're looking at. So the stewardship, uh, trust fund, uh, you know, big issues that are across the street, a lot of them have our attention this year. Excellent. And that's a good point. You know, if you work at a state agency, you know, the public probably doesn't know how many different uh, pieces you, that all the different agencies touch. Um, this is a transportation podcast. So we're going to ask you a little transportation question. Yeah, sure. uh, you know, why, why do you think transportation is important and kind of maybe even make it specific to you know, your office and the services that Secretary of State's office provides? Yeah, you know, obviously with our office, um, again, we, 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 you can talk about all of the different areas we work on, right. be it elections, be it business services, be it public, uh, public lands. 
elections, uh, and this is more of local transportation issues, but we got to make sure folks can get to their precincts so they can go vote. Uh, that's obviously very important. Business services, we want a thriving business sector in Mississippi, so you've got to have good transportation, uh, infrastructure issues, uh, and then you look at you know, public lands. Obviously, we want to protect our state parks and different pieces of public lands that we own, so we got to have folks being able to get to those as well. Again, transportation is key to, to everything, and it's a core government function. Uh, so those infrastructure issues are something that obviously we're clean, keenly aware of as well. Awesome. And you mentioned this early too, you know, all the things going on in the Secretary of State's office, you touch so many facets of everyday life for every day, every taxpayer. Um, you know, what else is going on in the Secretary of State's office right now? I know you've got um, the Tackle the Tapes, a big uh, push that you guys are working on. What are some other buzz-worthy uh, topics that you guys are going on? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and, and again, just well, to your point, uh, folks, again, they, they kind of think of just elections, but it is an office that touches business services and public lands. And, and through those, uh, for instance, uh, public lands, 16th section lands, which is some funding that goes to public education. So we impact your lives just about every day, whether you know it or not. That's right. uh, so it's important to have a good conservative-minded individual in an office. But uh, as, as far as to specifically to your question, um, we're, we're keeping our heads on the swivel, uh, watching what's coming down the road. But uh, I think I'm, I forgot your question, honestly, oh, no, when you, I started talking. So much going on. I know. <laughs> You've got the initiative process coming back up. Tackle the tape measures. I think, you know, we just came to the census. Uh, you just have so much going on. I don't know if you want to talk about any of those specifically. Yes, and actually, since you mentioned the census, there's a lawsuit that's been filed that uh, dealing oh. with, with congressional lines. Okay. Uh, so we have our uh, first petition, or excuse me, our first filing is due this, this coming next week. Uh, then the uh, respondents obviously have a couple weeks. So really, March one is the qualifying deadline. Uh, the last, I think, the last thing that has to be filed is on February twenty eighth, uh, somewhere in that range. So it's really a tight schedule. So we're under the gun with with redistricting right now. Uh, obviously, a very important piece to our entire state uh, in, in a federal capacity as well. Uh, that uh, you mentioned tackle the tape. We've been so pleased with that. Uh, and to, for for your listeners out there, it's very important to understand what that is. So if, if you go to our website, you'll see this uh, little landing spot that says Tackle the Tape. And what that is is if you see any kind of regulations, any kind of statute, things that are bad for your business as a small business owner, as a large business owner, uh, we want you to report those to us. Because okay. then we go and look at that statute, that regulation, whatever it is. Okay, where did it come from? Is this good or bad for business? And if it's bad for business, how do we cut that? Uh, and folks always think about Mississippi being such a conservative state, and we are to an extent. But we've got 118,000 regulations on the book. Oh, wow. That's amazing. We're one of the most regulated states in the Southeast. So we came into office focused on cutting those regulatory burdens. So if you look at 118,000, surely, surely we can get that down. So uh, that's one of the things that we've really been working on in, in the business sector, and it's been a smashing success so far. Deal. Uh, talking about businesses, uh, I know that you know during the pandemic, lots of people are doing side gigs, kind of, kind of doing, you know, trying to figure out a small business kind of opportunity. So you've mentioned a little bit, but what kind of services does, sec does the Secretary of State's office offer to kind of help people out and get going? Yeah, that's a great question. We actually just launched uh, in January a uh, business webinar. Uh, so new businesses that are coming in, uh, we thought, you know. A lot of folks launch their business, they just don't know how to operate, don't know what they need to do, what, what services are out there, what, what can they connect with at state government level, at the local level. And so we launched this uh, just this past January, our first one went live, where we're doing this business webinar. So folks can ask questions, we present the materials, uh, we also have a, a new LLC packet. 
so we send these to the new folks who are registering their LLCs. What do you need to know? Uh, when do you need to file your annual report? Just those things that people just don't think about, don't understand that comes with uh, the responsibilities of owning a small business. Yeah, so uh, really excited about that. And Wade Hinton in our office has taken that bull by the horns and done a really, really good job. But uh, to that point, uh, the numbers of new businesses in Mississippi just continue to skyrocket. It's amazing. Uh, so good things are happening in our state on the business side. Uh, you would think, you know, with COVID, and for example, in 2019, we had a, a net new business number. And so that is the new businesses that come in versus those that close down in a certain year. Uh, it almost um, tripled the next year. Oh, wow. And you would think, well, COVID hits. Wait a minute. Oh, that can't happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then last year grew even more. So the number of new businesses coming in is really staggering, but also great positive news that we need to be talking about. That is that is excellent news, no doubt. I'm very thankful that you included that question. I was not aware of the, the webinar series. That's very useful information. For sure. Um, it, it, so to get into this a little more about your office here, I was checking some things, and I noticed uh, you have a very interesting uh, policy, for lack of a better word, with your new hires, new employees, and I make sure I characterize this correctly. I think it's uh, something you like to do when you get a new folks in the office and you meet with them, a uh, milk and cookies type routine, right? Is that <laughs> yes. is that accurate? That's accurate. Uh, I love cookies and milk. I obviously grew up with my dad eating that. Same. Uh, my favorite dessert. Uh, you know, I got, I got the countdown. I know exactly when the, the cookie is completely saturated. So nice. saturation ability, something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, we, uh, we started that. And one of the things that I wanted to bring to the office was really this family atmosphere. Uh, we're a team. We're a family. Uh, we're there for each other. Uh, clearly, we're here to serve Mississippians, but as we do that, I want us to grow together both professionally uh, and personally. And so it's important for us to have that relationship. So when we do have new hires, uh, I try to get them in the office and actually have one next week on Wednesday. Uh, so if it's a, a, someone that's coming in to do an internship from school or if it's a new hire in a certain division, we get them all together in the same room and sit down and uh, I bring and this is important. I bring Clover Valley chocolate chip cookies. Okay. People are like, wait a minute, Clover Valley. Yeah, that's Dollar that's General brand. Here's the deal. The cookies at Clover Valley have legit chocolate. Like you can taste the chocolate as opposed to Chips Ahoy, you can kind of taste it. Okay. But Clover Valley, legit chocolate chips. I'm going to test this this week. And the cookie dough is much better than Chips Ahoy. Now, here's the problem. they got a little bit of issue with quality control. Sometimes you get a burnt bag. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but So I take Clover Valley, and I tell them the story about how I got to Clover Valley. And I really just spend time with them and ask them, look, what do you want to do when you grow up? If it's not the Secretary of State's office, if it's our interns. And how can I help you get there? That's and, awesome. and I challenge all of our folks all the time, listen, I want you to grow. And if it's something that's not at the Secretary of State's office, I want to help you get there. But the key is to our leadership, I tell every one of them, you better have a number two ready, somebody that can take over. Because if you get a great opportunity, which I want for you, and you leave, I want someone to be able to fill your shoes. So always think about how do I train my team to continue on the work that we're doing here. That's awesome. And succession planning, as you just mentioned, is probably one of the most important things in our state agencies right now. Um, going back local, maybe, if you will, or uh, otherwise, I know you're, you don't so much represent a district anymore. You're statewide, but um, you spend a lot of time on the roads, a lot of time traveling and stopping in, speaking at different places. Is there any place that you have stopped through recently, maybe for a bite to eat or a speaking engagement or something that was just so phenomenal you can't wait to get back by? Uh, or maybe even something back home that, you know, it's a weekly, anytime you get an opportunity that you want to give a shout out? Gracious. Uh, so recently, 
uh, Heinz Grocery is one of those. Oh, yes. Um, that's a great stop for breakfast. Uh, we had a meeting there with some Farm Bureau fans, or uh, fans, friends. I hope they're fans, but uh, some Farm Bureau friends. Uh, and then obviously on the coast, the seafood, um, you know, you, you, there's so many options. Bozo's right. is my hometown favorite. Grew up in Pascagoula, so Bozo's is obviously one of the best. Bozo's and, uh, has gotten a couple of shout outs. Yeah, that's yeah. Far. Uh, I, I bet Representative Busby, and if he didn't say it, he'd get him in trouble for that. Uh, he did. Uh, yeah. But I, I talked to Keith Del Cambry actually this week uh, to get some crawfish for um, the Sugar Bowl or Super Bowl this weekend. So excited about that. But. Other than that, you know, it's fun to, to just to travel the state. Sure. And, and people always say, well, Michael, you're from the coast. You know, people just kind of look at people from the coast differently. But at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat together. We all want what's best for our families, what's best for our communities. And uh, the reception that we received, being in North Mississippi and Central, wherever, has been great. And so, yeah, we, we love to stop um, and, and grab a bite to eat. So I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time I'm here and tell you all some of the secret yeah. spots that we find. We've got a great list so far of recommendations. We were talking about maybe next year we host at all these different spots. Oh, fantastic. Get a little bite while we're there. When you're at Bozo's, yeah. I'm on the show. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it got to be. We'll, we'll put that on the Outlook calendar. That's that's happening for sure. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, you know, before we got out here, we get out of here, we've got a couple more questions for you. Sure. First of all, this is a softball of softballs. You've never been asked this before, but why <laughs> is it important to vote? Give your pitch for that. Yeah, you know, being engaged, uh, and it's important for folks to vote because, number one, we want good government, period. And to have good government, you got to have an engaged electorate. Uh, and so voting is our voice, the way that we keep our representatives, our elected officials in check. And so I encourage folks, and number one, don't just vote for somebody. You know, follow them, hold them accountable. And the way that you do that is through your vote. And so it's important for folks to get out and vote, to be engaged, to pay attention to what's going on in their communities. And it starts at the local level. You know, sometimes we get so focused, just ultra-focused on the federal elections. But those elections, those hometown elections for your mayor and for your city council, those are the ones that can impact you the quickest. That's right. So it's so important to remember that at the local level and, and that your vote matters. And so many times, as a matter of fact, this past year we saw a couple that were tied. Every single vote counts. So it's so important for folks to get out and, and get their voices heard, and, and that's the way you do it, to go vote. For sure. Awesome. That is, that is always a good message to hear. Uh, just one more thing for you. You know, how can people contact you? I know you're active on Twitter, but uh, besides Twitter, uh, you know, what, what's the best official way to kind of get in talk, contact with you and the Secretary of State's office? Yeah, so obviously our, our website is a, a very important one, sos.ms.gov. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And go to the Tackle the Tape, and you'll, you'll see some of the stories that we've seen of late. And uh, one of the really cool things about that is businesses are starting to feel we finally have an advocate that we'll, you know, we can check in with and we'll go to bat for us. And once they feel that, that message spreads, and it just it's, it's so it fun to watch businesses think, well, wait a minute, we finally have someone that if there's a, some kind of regulation is just not smart. Uh, and I'm not an anti-regulation guy. Smart regulations is fine. Sure. But if you have bad regulations that are harmful to businesses, now they know, you know what, I've identified that. I can go to the Secretary of State's office, and they're going to go to bat for me. So that's a lot of fun. But that's our website. Uh, also, one of the things, that, real quickly in, in leaving here, it's important as, as uh, citizens to check your voter registration status. You know, so many times uh, we forget about, well, I'm registered to vote, I don't have to worry about it. It's just important to continue to check that. So that's another reason to go to our website, and we're gonna encourage folks all the time uh, if you're you know, wrongfully purged from the voter rolls. Well, if you're checking your, your status as often as you can, typically that's, that's not gonna happen. Not that it happens ever, but if it did, you would be able to catch it because you were checking your status. So I just encourage folks to continue to check their registration status uh, just to make sure that next time there's an election up, they're ready to roll. That's great advice. 
No doubt. Secretary Watson, thank you for that uh, important information as we get out of here. And thank you so much for, uh, for joining us, for walking down the street. It was a <laughs> fantastic interview. So we'll go ahead and wrap, wrap things up. And we just want to thank you know everyone out there who's listening. If you want to hear more episodes of the Extra Mile podcast legislative session, be sure to subscribe or download wherever podcasts can be found. Now you can also watch each episode of The Extra Mile. Uh, Just search Mississippi Department of Transportation on YouTube. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways.